Welcome to Escaping Purgatory, a podcast where we rewatch Supernatural, then talk it through in the hopes that we can finally escape the show. Join us each week and leave comments on upcoming episodes. We can escape Supernatural Purgatory together. Hi. Hello. <laughs> we're, we're finally here. We're finally here. <laughs> we're at the, like, one of the episodes that you show your friends if you want to get them into Supernatural. Yeah, it's so true. Mystery spot. Mm -hmm. Season three, episode 11, mark it down. That's the one you want to show your friends. (laughs) Kind of. You want to show them two thirds of this. And then the last third, you might be like, yeah, this doesn't really make sense to you, but just watch the beginning and it would. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, actually. Like, I feel like people always forget the like last third of this episode. Because they're like, absolutely did. Oh, yeah, the time loop stuff is funny. And then, like, it's, oh, this isn't a funny episode. This is really dark. (laughs) This is really dark. (laughs) This is peak Sam Winchester. And like, I'm kind of here for it, Mm. but at the same time, I'm not. I, hmm, you're right. This is peak Sam, the pinnacle. This is such a turning point episode for Sam, like Mm -hmm. in how you view him and his character and who he actually is as a person. Like it's a really important episode for Sam. It makes so much sense for so many of his choices later on for so many of the seasons. I'd say up until maybe season eight, it tracks through and then season eight gets a bit like, why are you you doing? (laughs) This isn't Sam Winchester. (laughs) If you you take the Sam at the end of this episode, or like that that third of that episode, Mm -hmm. and you take Sam from Pilot. Yeah. I cannot merge them together. They they seem like two very different people mm-hmm. in such a good way. For in terms of character development of Sam, like I actually I actually love it. I I, I do too. It it shows hmm. it's like something that's always hidden under the surface of Sam like finally gets shown that you yeah. kind of maybe there were hints and suggestions it was there but especially like, this season. Yeah, especially this season and then you finally see it and you're like it makes total sense. Well, I'm excited to get there. Me too. Because we get to go through the fun part first. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this episode was written by Jeremy Carver and also Emily McLaughlin. I'm going to say it like that. Sure. Um, And then this was directed by Kim Manoroth because, I mean, of course. course. This came out on Valentine's Day, 2008. Oh. Yeah. Ever since you said, you know, directed my attention to when someone can't save somebody, Mm -hmm. it's like, not being able to love them. Yep. And then this episode comes out on Valentine's Day. I'm like, oh, Amy. Oh, Amy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm the worst person in the world. <laughs> I actually think this episode works better without a recap because the first scene is just like that real close-up of Sam's face that we're all really familiar with. <laughs> yes. And I think if the episode had just started like that, it's mm-hmm. very like jolting and sudden. I don't feel like this episode needed a recap. And uh, yeah, so Sam is awoken by heat of the moment by Asia. Did you ever have this as your alarm ringtone? No. Because <laughs> I did. No. Why would I do that to myself? I don't. I'm going to be singing this song for the re- next week as it is. <laughs> Just because it's played so many times in this episode. Like as soon as I heard it, I'm like, I'm going to hate it by the end of this. No, but so a friend of mine in college, she had Sex Life by Drugs Mm -hmm. as her alarm clock, (laughs) but she was one of those really deep sleepers and I'm not. So (laughs) it would wake me up every, like she, it would go off for a really long time. Mm -hmm. 
and then she would turn it off to snooze and I'd also we'd both fall back asleep and then it would go off again and I'm like Ugh. so I, I I didn't like that song at first but I heard it so much that I actually really like that song now <laughs> I did have um yeah here at the moment by Asia it's my ring like my alarm tone for maybe two weeks and I was fine with it but my husband was like please stop <laughs> just please stop <laughs> because of this episode or just because it's because i'm i wake up very quickly so it would mm-hmm. literally only be every morning just it was the heat <laughs> of the moment and i'd wake up and turn it off just every morning so he never even heard the rest of the song like ever mm-hmm. just like so it was exactly like this it was exactly, <laughs> <laughs> it was exactly like this oh, oh dear so um <laughs> sam like I guess this is how Sam wakes up because he just bolts up. Yeah, just, seems right. This is all lower ab work. <laughs> <laughs> so, th- I mean, th- this this sequence, everybody knows it. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows it. Rise and shine, Sammy. Dude, Asia? Oh, you love the song, you know it. Does his little lip sync and like head bob and I can't see that and not think of Eye of the Tiger. I know. It's the, the two are very closely linked in my mind too. I mean, Sam... The, the, the line here that always gets me is Sam saying, like, if I ever hear it again, I'm going to kill myself. And it's yeah. like, the foreshadowing, sir. Like, <laughs> They're then in the bathroom, and Dean is really gargling. Who does this? <laughs> <laughs> it was at this moment that I was like, Dean is, like, ha- is being a child at this point. Like, yeah. I think he just does it to annoy Sam. That's true. I'm like, this is his morning routine. This is his morning routine in annoying Sam. Yeah. Loud classic rock and gargling. (laughs) That toothpaste tube was disgusting. Yeah. Like, why is that covered? Why is that covered? (laughs) It should not be splayed all over the top half of your... Just get a tissue and wipe it off or something. (laughs) Or run it under the tap. It's so gross. And like, you can see that Sam's like not impressed by it either. He's just like, ooh. And the fact that Dean like looks over at at Sam and grins at him while he's gargling. I'm like, how many times did he have to do that and like not Not to spit take? (laughs) (laughs) I like it because Dean is just, he's so irritating in this episode. Like, yes. peak older brother irritating. <laughs> and yet, Sam still loves them. Like, yep. you know, this Dean does like zero things, basically, that are redeeming <laughs> in this episode or like endearing in any way or like, oh, this is why Sam loves him. It's yeah. like, no, he's just an irritant. And yes. yet... <laughs> so then we're back in the hotel room and Sam's leaning against the door and waiting for Dean now. For some reason, there is a bra in his belongings did he just rush pack up and i I, as someone who knows how expensive a lace bra is (laughs) left that on purpose yeah surely there's no way that you forget an expensive piece of lingerie that that. was like maybe he'll call me to return my bra exactly (laughs) what a power move (laughs) (laughs) i just lost like 50 to 100 dollars i know <laughs> after re-watching the episode and like remembering the second the, the, the last third of this episode mm-hmm. this is definitely contrasting what their personalities are like because yeah. the reason why dean is rummaging around is to find his gun yeah well in that last third that's not sam at all oh like they, they even show the toothpaste yes that's so true the contrasting the 
Oh, Annabelle. So does that mean that Sam basically lets Dean take lead all the time? I think so, yeah. I think he does, because Sam seems to live in the lifestyle how Dean lives it. Or is it that this is... (sighs) Dean allows Sam to relax that side of himself. Mm -hmm. Mm. I was ready for some breakfast. So this sequence we're going to see multiple times in this episode, sometimes shortened, sometimes Mm -hmm. the entire thing. Sam and Dean sit down in a booth. The waitress comes over. Hey, Tuesday, pig in a poke. You even know what that is? Hey, boys, ready? Yes, I'll have the special side of bacon and coffee. I'll make it two coffees and short stack. You got it. I I still don't know what that is. Like, after all these years, I still don't know. Maybe it's like sausage wrapped in pancake. Because I feel like he gets that order at some point and it looks like it's in a pancake. Though it could be like eggs. It's, I mean, it's off of the... So I guess that you do see it because this is literally... There's a supernatural cooking book. <laughs> <laughs> of course. There, yeah, no, I know about this cookbook. Yes, I do. Yes. Oh, I have to send you this. It's actually brilliant. I might actually make it. I might actually make it. Let's do it. Let's make it at my house. Oh, yes. I Uh, love the caption of the image. It's it's rise and shine, Sammy. (laughs) (laughs) Brutal. Oh, it looks really good. So it's like sausage wrapped in pancake. With like like hash browns. It's like rosti on the side, you know. Hash browns. Is it hash browns? Yeah, that's what they're called here. Do you know what, though? I really do want a Rosti now, though. Yeah, I know. I love... Rosti, okay, for Americans, it's shredded fried potato. It's hash browns. But it's, it's, it's shredded fried potato, and it's, like, really good. Yeah, so he does actually get it in the episode. He does, yeah. I'm sure I saw it. Um, yeah, it's when he gets the side of sausage. That's when you see it. All right, we'll, we'll go with that in a minute. But he wanted a side of sausage to his sausage wrapped in pancakes. <laughs> Dean, your heart. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> this is true amazing we'll make this it'll be vegetarian but it'll be good that's fine yeah no <laughs> anyway uh yeah he orders a pig and a book which i he he definitely dean is definitely like i guess because he knew it was going to be some sort of pig <laughs> oh. <laughs> like whether it be bacon or sausage like i'm sure he was just like yeah that's gonna be fine like because sam even asked you even know what it is he definitely ordered it because it had a funny name like oh yeah 100 <laughs> percent. that's dean through and through and he's so enthusiastic about it. He's like, hey, pick it a poke. <laughs> I love it every time I see it. And I've seen it so many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's something about this episode that like, in my mind, I would l- oh, I would have loved to have been on, on set for this. Yeah. Because obviously they don't, they don't shoot it in order. They would have shot all of the diner scenes mm-hmm. all together. All of the scenes on the street together. Yeah. I'm just like, how annoying would that be? Because... <laughs> You know, they, they have to do multiple takes anyway, mm-hmm. but they have to do it multiple times, slightly different yeah. every time. <laughs> it would drive me up the wall, but I would have liked yeah. to have seen it. Yeah, I think it was really <laughs> interesting. Like, think how they shot this episode. I think any time loop episodes in any TV, I would like to see how they do it. Like, because mm-hmm. you're right, it must be that they, sh- you know, they shoot all those scenes together and you slowly... Would they do it so that you shoot them in the order of like, you have to get more and more into the time loop to help the actors like get through it like emotionally, like, because you have to get more and more like frustrated with it, and stuff, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of would work, I guess, if you're having to do the scene like over and over again. It's, but it's like, really interesting. Oh, I love the fact that this is in Florida, by the way, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Um, 
So Dean starts sort of complaining about the case that they're on. They should really be hunting down Bella, but Sam's like, well, you know how? Yeah, sure, we'll get on that. Like, where is she? (laughs) Yeah. Obviously, they don't know. So, you know, while they wait for any clues, they might as well hunt something. And he pulls out some papers and he says that a professor has gone missing. Mm -hmm. And it's Dexter Hasselback, uh, last seen in Broward, Florida, which I I lived somewhat close to that county. Yeah, in Florida, I just it made me laugh. It made me because <laughs> later on in this in the episode, you can see their breath like very clearly. You can see their breath, <laughs> and Broward County is in South Florida. Yeah, where it does not drop below eighteen degrees ever. <laughs> <laughs> that's celsius like it, it there may be like an off day that like a, a weird winter storm might like catch the end of it yeah and you, it might drop to like 10 <laughs> but not co- not cold enough for you to be able to see a breath and i was just like oh they should have chosen a warmer day to do this <laughs> or supposed- shot their scenes inside <laughs> yeah yeah if it's supposed to be in florida i for me i feel like the the name that this guy like Hasselback should mm-hmm. have been the first clue. I don't know. So the only way I know that word, so Hasselback, is like a type of potato. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever had Hasselback potatoes, it's like a whole potato, and you like slice it really thinly, but like not all the way through, so it just sort of makes like cuts through it, mm-hmm. and then you like ro- like roast it like that. It's just real nice, real crispy. But nice. I feel like it's maybe, I've never had it for breakfast, but it would be good if it was a breakfast food because I feel like it would fit nicely into this episode. Mm-hmm. And kind of, it's maybe a, well, I mean, he turns out to be a real person, but I feel like it's it's close enough that it could be funny for the episode. Yeah, that's very true. So this Dexter Hasselback was in town and then he disappeared mm-hmm. his last known location was the broward county mystery spot mm-hmm. dean looks at the, this flyer that has all this like mathematical jargon on it because apparently that makes things a mystery <laughs> 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 to have e equals mc squared like <gasps> people don't know what i mean people don't know what that means but they know what it's from <laughs> that's because the laws of physics make no sense there and then they oh. name some laws of physics <laughs> oh yes because everybody knows laws of physics what the, the equations are <laughs> i mean yeah fine <laughs> <laughs> okay the second one that's on here a equals pi r squared Actually, I do. I recognize that. Yeah, you know it. Like, you, you're pretending like you didn't do math with me. We did what's the equivalent, I guess, of like AP maths in America. Yeah, that's true. So, that's come very on. true. Though, I have to say the second one, F equals MG1, M2 over R2 squared. That is it something to do with force, like mass acceleration, possibly? I don't know. Off the top of my head, that's what I'd say. The only thing I remember from physics is watching Love Actually at Christmas. That's literally the only thing I remember. And our teacher was called Mr. Whale. That was it. I remember that Mr. Was Whale. That was it. Oh, Mr. Whale. Yeah. My, phys- my physics knowledge is zilch. Anyway. Doris comes over with their food. Uh, no, their, their coffee. And some hot sauce, mm-hmm. I guess, for the hash browns. Um, Why? Brown sauce? Oh, is brown sauce a thing in America? No. Oh, no, no. I mean, you you can find it, but like it's in the British Isle and it's like three times the price. (laughs) And it's like only HP 
brown sauce. You need to take some back with you because I don't know how you're living. (laughs) I don't know how you're surviving. How are you doing, Annabelle? (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I don't. I don't eat a lot of stuff that would require require brown sauce. Potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I. I eat so much pasta though. Oh yeah. Ketchup so is pasta is a solid choice. No, it's not. <laughs> I don't. That, I say I eat so much pasta, but I like actually make real food. Like I make chicken alfredo, <laughs> lasagna, spaghetti bolognese. I don't do. And if I'm just gonna have plain pasta, it's gonna be pasta and cheese. That's it. Like I'm not gonna oh, put ketchup no. in it. No ketchup. No. no. Okay. No. 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 Pasta. Plain pasta. Melted mm-hmm. cheese. Mm-hmm. Tomato ketchup. No. British staple food. <laughs> <laughs> it is and that's why i don't have it because it's disc- like, like put some baked beans on that done <laughs> oh, even no baked beans on toast yes absolutely baked beans and pasta no wrong with that there's nothing wrong with it so yes so he, she brings over the hot sauce and uh it drops on the floor and it smashes mm-hmm. and some hot sauce for the <gasps> whoops crap yeah, so they walk past a dog that's barking at both of them Dean's not convinced. He knows it's just some tourist trap. I've never actually been to any sort of tourist trap like that before, I don't think. Maybe as a kid, but I don't think I've ever been to like an actual tourist trap. I kind of want to go see one. I don't think they're as big in England as they are in like America. I feel like roadside Mm -hmm. attractions are like a bigger thing in America. Yeah, I've always wanted to go to some like terrible roadside (laughs) thing. I've been to anything like that. I don't think so. I want to go to like a cryptid museum. I want to see Bigfoot. (laughs) <laughs> so if you when you when you can come out this way we should go up to the pacific northwest i'm sure there's a whole bunch of that way have you seen gravity falls yes i have i love gravity falls i just think of that i'm just saying there are spots in the world where holes open up and swallow people the bermuda triangle the uh, oregon vortex Broward county mystery spot well sometimes these places are legit and as they're walking dean collides into a blonde woman who's got like something clutched to her chest we don't know what it is Mm -hmm. sam's explaining that the law is kind of crazy and just (laughs) he starts he's he sounds like he's talking out of like a sci-fi show yeah (laughs) and it almost like it it feels very strange to hear sci-fi out of a supernatural show and it just (laughs) like when he was saying it like even i wasn't that convinced by it i was like you're not saying it with enough conviction sam (laughs) (laughs) like really sam really the lore is pretty freaking nuts actually i mean they say these places the magnetic fields are so strong that they can bend space time sending victims getting no one knows where sounds a little x-files to me i guess sam is fox Mulder in this episode he's kind of like yeah but we have to check it out because it could be legit like maybe it is aliens (laughs) (laughs) this time scully it might be aliens (laughs) i know the other hundred times it wasn't aliens but Mm -hmm. this time (laughs) this time um there's two movers and they're trying to get this desk into a building i don't know why i've always thought this was a piano and like i watched it again this time and i'm like it's not a piano because of what happens with it it should have been a piano yeah but they hadn't gone that kind of cartoon like super cartoony yet i i feel like this is cartoony enough that should have been a piano Yeah, that's true. I feel like the only reason it wasn't piano was maybe they couldn't get one in time. Yeah. (laughs) I was disappointed it wasn't a piano. (laughs) (laughs) And had that awful sound. Yeah. (laughs) Dong! Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So uh, Sam says, all right, let's just go have a look anyway. 
see if there is anything. Dean suggests to go at nighttime so that, or after it closes. What do you think they did during that day? That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, hmm. I guess maybe like asked around town some more about this guy. I don't know. Got some lunch. Went back to the motel, watched the movie. I don't know. What do you think they did? <laughs> I mean, since they're supposed to be in Florida, I would imagine they probably went to the beach that day. No! <laughs> we didn't get to see it. <laughs> A thousand no's. No, they can't have gone to the beach and like didn't even show it. <sighs> Broward County is right on the beach. No! <laughs> like no. most counties are in Florida, but yeah. <laughs> fine oh this episode should have ended on the beach yeah. gosh darn it supernatural why what's your aversion other than being the- in vancouver <laughs> <laughs> look i would have been perfectly content with a green screen beach yeah yeah have them just run into the ocean that would be hilarious not, i want to see like the the impala like parked just above the sand not on the sand because you can't get the sand on baby because it would scratch the paintwork but mm. You know, just sort of above the sand, them sitting on the hood of the car, looking at the ocean with a beer. I'm here for that. Green screen it. It's all I want. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get the famous neon sign, like eye thing, swirly. Can't really describe it. Yeah, it's like a door and a hallway that's like painted um, sort of black and neon green in like a spiral. I really like it. Mm -hmm. Um, That was one set piece. I'm always like... They should have sold that. Like, I feel like people would have paid good money for that set piece because it's so, like, iconic. Mm -hmm. It's really good. I really like it. It just looks so cool. It reminds me of um, Everybody Loves the Clown when they're in the, like, funhouse bit with all the neon door frames. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that kind of aesthetic. I I love it. So as as they're walking around, Sam pulls out his EMF reader Mm -hmm. and Dean's shining the light around. He's like, oh, yeah, it's totally uncanny, like... (laughs) Though, at the same time, you're going at nighttime where, like, you you don't have the excitement of the day. Like, is, is there other people around you that makes this stuff fun? He's <laughs> <laughs> not giving it a chance. Oh, yeah. Even it is absolutely fake. And, like, you see this, like, roast dinner on the table and it's, you can tell it's clearly plastic. <laughs> the, the weird thing about that dinner to me, and I wrote this down, was that the, the liquid in the glass was real. If you watch oh. it, as, as Sam walks past it, he kind of wobbles the table slightly and the liquid moves, like it's actual liquid. So That's really funny. rather than doing it with like resin or whatever, someone was like, just going to pour some stuff in here, I'll be fine. <laughs> I understand why Dean doesn't like this kind of stuff. I feel like it's the same kind of disregard he has for other people who are pretending to be supernatural things. It's like, why yeah. are you trying to make things more magical than they actually are? Things are already pretty like messed up over there, like out, out in the world. It's the same attitude he has towards amateur ghost hunters. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> exactly that. And I guess, he, I guess you know, he's been exposed to it all his life. I guess he just doesn't see the appeal. Why would? <laughs> like, yeah. Why would you find floating like desks and stuff interesting when you've been taken out by a desk, like being thrown <laughs> at you by a ghost? Yeah. Like it kind of loses its charm. <laughs> yes, very, very quickly. And as they're walking around, we get a different camera angle and it's clear that they're being watched by something. And then the owner comes out with a shotgun and asks them what they're doing. Dean tries to like calm him down, like says, okay, I'm just going to put the gun down, like nothing's going to happen. And then the shotgun goes off and kills Dean. That was really sad. (laughs) Like, Yeah, it was really sad. The the first death scene is the worst, I feel, actually. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know where it's going to go. 
it was very reminiscent of other times Dean's died. And I was like, mm, yes. no, I don't like it. Like Sam's no. reaction and everything mm-hmm. is very genuine. And like, it was very painful to mm-hmm. watch. I didn't enjoy it. No, no, not like this. Nope. And like Dean hasn't died yet. We we know that he dies a whole bunch of times, like outside of this episode. <laughs> and yeah. It doesn't get any easier. It doesn't and get like, easier. it's going to happen in like four episodes, five episodes as well. And it's just like, <sighs> ready. I'm not ready. Oh, no, I'm not ready either. I'm not ready. And like, Jensen dies in the same way. And I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> it's little like, exhale, eyes closed. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, oh. It will forever haunt me. <laughs> Isn't the like action movie school of dying? I feel. <laughs> and then we finally get the title screen. Like it was six minutes. I think that's the longest opener that we've had. It's long. It's long. I, yeah, I do enjoy it. It wasn't until um, <laughs> the the title actually came up that I was like, oh yeah, we haven't actually seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> It's like for dramatic effects as well. It's like, this is the episode, guys. Dean's died. <laughs> yeah, like, I I would have loved to have seen this on TV, like yeah. at the time, because you would have gone into an ad break. So you would have had like five to seven minutes of like <laughs> thinking that Dean's dead. <laughs> oh, and being like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I I'm trying to remember with the last episode of Supernatural where the ad breaks were and how mad I was at, at what points. Because it, <laughs> I think I did I did watch it with ads because I had to, um, mm-hmm. to watch it kind of live. Hmm. <laughs> That's all I'm saying about that. And I think I yeah. like they were strategically placed. So yeah. we've just come back from the ad break and it's Sam and he at the moment comes on and he does this whole like sitting up and it's the exact same sequence. Rise and shine, Sammy. I'd be, I'd be remiss if I didn't point out for Charlie, who often joins us on the podcast, that in the room and the room, the the, ho- the motel room and the bathroom are all decorated with pink flamingos. So <laughs> you can enjoy that one. I know you would have pointed it out. <laughs> it's a slightly shorter sequence than yeah. the first time through, but we see the head bop, we see the lip sync. In the bathroom this time, Sam is just sort of staring at Dean while he gargles water and, Mm. like, kind of does his own little thing. Sam is clearly very confused. Like, he's not sure what's going on. Man, I had a weird dream. So they they walk back into the diner, and again, this sequence is very much the same. Hey, Tuesday. Big in a poke. It's Tuesday? Yeah. I don't know why he'd be confused that it was Tuesday. This has always bothered me. Because I know he just lived through a Tuesday, but Mm -hmm. he lived through the whole Tuesday and then Dean died. What part of the day did he, did he only think the last part of the day was a dream? Why would he not think that he, he dreamed a whole day? I don't know. I'm confused by why he wouldn't think it was Tuesday. (laughs) He's just woken up after his brother Mm -hmm. has died and he's Mm -hmm. like, oh, that must have been a weird dream. That whole day that I just had. So why would today not be the day that he was waking up to, which would be a Tuesday? Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. But I guess if you lived a whole twenty, if you dreamed a whole twenty four hours, it would be extremely confusing. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna say Sam is confused. It's fine, which I would be too if I was in a time loop. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's Tuesday. Um, <laughs> Doris comes over to ask for their order. Dean gets a special. Sam gets nothing. He says the exact same line about 
trying to find Bella. Mm-hmm. Sam is very, very confused. Dean's trying to get Sam's attention. <laughs> he, Sam asked, you don't remember any of this? I, I love this whole thing about deja vu. <laughs> like Sam gets so annoyed with him calling it deja vu. <laughs> yeah, because Dean's like, so it's like deja vu. And Sam's like, no, it's not like deja vu. The days already happened. It's like exactly like deja vu. And Sam's like, no, it's not like deja vu. But... It is like deja vu. <laughs> it is like, it's exactly deja vu. <laughs> it's exactly what it the is. The thing he is describing is exactly deja vu. <laughs> yeah. I, oh man. I just love the fact he gets so angry with it. And there's like, there's no explanation as to why he's so angry with it. I mean, I guess, I guess because of the ending of the day, like he doesn't want to think about it. Like if it's deja vu, that means it's more likely to happen. Right? I don't. I don't think that's how deja vu works. I don't know, like, I don't I, know either. It's, like it's like in it's in the moment, right? Like it's, you feel it's it the feeling it's that something has happened before, mm-hmm. which for Sam it has. So it's it's exactly deja vu. <laughs> I'm with Dean on this one. It's deja vu. <laughs> and as Doris comes back with a coffee, the hot sauce falls again, but Sam manages to catch it. Yeah. I do wonder if this was like the reverse, and it was Dean who mm. was going through this time loop whether he would have made a reference to him being like spider-man because at this point <laughs> the toby Maguire movies would have come out yeah and like there's that whole sequence where he like catches all the food that's fallen off that's the... true yeah 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 <laughs> i don't know i think that's an interesting thought experiment to have like if this was dean trapped in the time loop how would he react i feel like way more frustration than sam shows here sam's really yeah. patient with dean Mm-hmm. through all of these loops every time he has to explain it I, he does get more frustrated as it goes on but it's never like incredibly frustrated i don't feel mm-hmm. sam would be on board much faster it takes dean a lot every time it takes him through breakfast <laughs> for him to accept that he like sam's in this time loop yes and like want to experiment outside of the time loop. Mm-hmm. But then again, Dean is like full of beans in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you were saying at the beginning, like he he's just been an irritant. <laughs> yeah, he's just like fully in Dean mode for the whole of this episode. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. I think you're right. I think Sam would have, they would have got through each day quicker because Sam would have believed, believed Dean sooner yeah for sure mm-hmm. i feel like there would have been a, a very clear like trigger as to what would get sam to believe it as well where mm-hmm. for dean even though they're in a time loop what gets him to believe sam almost seems to be different every time yeah, I know. <laughs> like he's so i want to say irritating but not he's just so stuck in his ways he's just like right and it's, it's almost like- resistant to the time loop <laughs> It is bordering on sci-fi, yeah. this one, mm-hmm. rather than supernatural. Like, the the idea that this could happen is just beyond Dean. He just knows it. I mean, he refers to it as Groundhog Day later. That's how he understands it, through movie references. Yeah. Like, I feel like... And, and Sam never really adjusts that to him. I feel like he could wake up in the morning and be like, dude, I'm stuck in Groundhog Day. And Dean would be like, right, how do we fix this? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, every single day. And... I feel like the way that Dean would have approached this is like, he probably would have watched Groundhog Day to find out how they fix it. (laughs) You need to find the true meaning of Groundhog Day is the friends you made along the way. (laughs) I can't remember how that movie ends, but I feel like that's it. And then we get the like, I feel like this is the most memed part of Hmm. this episode. Okay, look, yesterday was Tuesday, right? But today is Tuesday too. Yeah. No, good. You're totally balanced. 
<laughs> like great. he really doesn't believe him for such a long time. It, it like Sam must have to really, really work through all the loops to get him to believe it over breakfast. Like the the sheer determination of Sam to get Dean to believe him is immense honestly that must have been the hardest part of this every single day waking up and being like oh god i gotta explain it to <laughs> yeah again. i gotta explain it again yeah <laughs> like how am i gonna do it this time well i think it's really funny is that you know how in other episodes we've we've always sort of had like a hint of what they were doing and mm-hmm. why they were going to certain places there's no explanation as to why they walk down this street every single time like where are they going what are they doing my only explanation is be they're walking back to the impala yeah that's literally the only like that's the only thing i've ever thought of for this because there are time jumps in this as well as loops um <laughs> where things happen the same stuff happens as they walk down i really like how they do it the, the the way they film them walking down the street is really nice like you kind of know how they did it with like a camera on a track kind of thing mm-hmm. but i just enjoy like the close-ups of their face like them shoulder to shoulder in the camera mm-hmm. shot is really nice like how they're having the conversation just like really close it's really interesting just gonna talk about kim manners for a second here <laughs> <laughs> it's really interesting because whenever when they're having conversations in this episode, they tend to be quite close together and like showing them almost as like a unit. And then when they do show Dean's like death scenes in this, it's always quite like zoomed out and it feels lonely and isolated for Sam. I just really enjoyed the sort of camera work mm-hmm. on that. Hey, maybe it was another one of your psychic premonitions. No, no way. Way too vivid. Okay, look, we were at the mystery spot and then... And then what? Then I woke up. Did you notice he doesn't deny like he because every time someone said he's his psychic powers he says i don't have them anymore yeah but here he says no no they're way too vivid i think he's still been having them or he still has his powers but he just doesn't want people to know i don't know it's a really that's a really hard one for me because i feel like sam thinks they're gone and my problem with this episode is i think this for the first few loops uh maybe just for this one actually i think maybe Sam thought this had been a vision. Mm. Like he's saying like, no, it's too vivid. Like it couldn't possibly be one. But I feel like must be sat there in the back of his mind. Like, are my demon powers coming back? Which is quite a bad like sign sign for him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He then explains that they went to the mystery spot and then he woke up. I don't know why. I guess this is the only time that he doesn't claim that or doesn't tell Dean the entire truth in that he dies and that's why it starts over again mm-hmm. i don't know why that is I, I can understand it in this one because dean's already equated this to his psychic premonitions and i do think in this loop sam thinks that what's that is what it might be i do honestly mm-hmm. think that just because the way he's acting is a little bit like did this really happen was it real that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and if it had been a like premonition they always come true pretty much <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I guess he if he doesn't say it, it's not true. Mm-hmm. It ha- like the the premonitions they tried to stop them before, and they always seem to happen anyway in some convoluted way. Even though they tried to avoid it here, so maybe he was still worried that Dean was going to die. I mean, he does, but like <laughs> that Dean was going to die either way. Mm-hmm. So looking for you know, I just don't want to freak him out. He's already got yeah. the whole demon deal thing hanging over his head. <laughs> so they decide that they're going to go back to the the mystery spot. Dean says, okay, we'll go after it closes. Sam's like, no, 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 wait, no, no, let's go now. Let's just go now, right now. Business hours, nice and crowded. My God, you're a freak. Dean. Okay, whatever, we'll go now. He calls him a freak, which I think, you know, it's been a long time since Sam's been called a freak. Yeah. But he's just 
calling him a name, I think, because he's acting so strangely. Yeah, I think I think Dean's a little weirded out and it kind of goes back to old habits, almost yeah. old mean habits. Mm-hmm. Because it would be kind of scary if you wake up and someone's like, this has all happened before and I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. And like, you know, it's yeah. um, quite jarring for Dean. So they decide to go now and as he crosses the road, he gets hit by a car, goes flying in the air. And it turns out it was the, the guy, from, the old man from the diner. Again, he dies in his arms. Like The difference between this one and the last one is that Dean dies immediately, I think. I think yeah. he's already dead. Yeah, it's pretty sad. What's with the whole dying in Sam's arms thing? Let's talk about I this think, for two seconds because I feel like it needs addressing. <laughs> I think this is the trickster like really playing with Sam at the beginning. Yes. And then he starts to have fun with the way that he get like he kills off Dean. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that's basically what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's it's a TV trope, isn't it? I think that's what it kind of comes down to. The the thing is, is like. How many times hmm. how many times does Dean die on the floor, right? So mm-hmm. there's the, there's all this. There's a few here that he doesn't die on the floor, but I mean they're for comedic effect. But you know, I think of like the end of this series, I think of like end of season nine, I always want to say I always get season nine and ten confused, so don't quote me on that. I think it's the end <laughs> of season nine. Like it's always the kind of the same, like someone's holding him and it's like, oh, it's mm-hmm. so sad. My mind cuts to talking about 1520 and Dean able to die standing Mm -hmm. and then Jensen saying in the convention he's like yeah that's how I wanted it to go I basically didn't want to Dean to die on the floor again in Sam's Mm -hmm. arms and it's like why is it because it happened so maybe it was like it we've seen it so many times that Dean died like this on the floor Mm -hmm. Sam holding him like Dean no Mm -hmm. kind of stuff that maybe he wanted that to be different for the final episode to show that it the, the death was different from the previous times. And that there was no coming back from this one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he still died in Sam's arms, though. It doesn't... Okay, he's not cradling him in the same way, but, like, he's still holding his holding him up and, like, close... Yeah, I I do feel like there's, I'm I'm going with it on this. Like I feel like there's more of a separation there though than it's not as it's not quite as intimate, I guess. Yeah, that's what I think. That's what I'm thinking. It's not. So maybe it's showing that they're kind of. I, I don't know why I'm saying positive things about 1520 here. My brain must have broken <laughs> at some point. But it's showing. I guess it is a good way of framing it because it's showing that they have separated somewhat and maybe willing to let each other go a bit more. Mm-hmm. than sort of holding on to each other so tightly like they could keep them there. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. You're, you're, it's just a different concept that I haven't thought about, so I get... God, that sucks. <laughs> I, it's, I'm so, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I apologise. <laughs> but I think I think you're right. I do... I think that is... If, if there is some sort of positive to that finale... The, the thing is, you can't but, deny that scene isn't... Right, okay, I, Gosh, I'm, what's happened to me? I'm so sorry about this. So, <laughs> 1520 is it's not written well. It is mm-hmm. acted well, I feel. Yes, yeah. The, 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 the scene that we're talking about, I feel it was done well. I feel like they put everything they could into that scene. Mm-hmm. And I think the adjust, you know, Jensen talking about the adjustments that they made did add to the emotionalness of it. Yeah, I mean... 
they their fate their their eye to eye, mm-hmm. which I think is what's so impactful about that one. Yeah, I think so. It's it's still dumb. He died in a dumb way. I'm not yes. not disputing that. No, but I feel like things were done with it as the best they could be, considering mm-hmm. the, the material of what was happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know why it made me think of that, and mm-hmm. I, I think probably because um, Jensen had said that at the convention too about asking for Dean to die on his feet. Yeah, don't get emotional at me. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that's what made me think of this because it doesn't really happen in this episode. Yeah, mm. yeah, because the, these ones, like the first and the second ones, are that really the only ones that are drawn out. Should we and say emotional? Yeah, yeah. The rest are just they're then played for comedic effect, mm-hmm. essentially, which I think is kind of terrible because with each comedic death, yeah, Sam gets more and more distressed and more and more angry. Yeah, which is like I hate I hate laughing at someone's pain in this way, but it is so funny it some of these funny ones it's cartoony <laughs> yeah like you must be thinking like sam is just going through talk i mean talking of personal hells we've already discussed this in this series that this this whole series is showing each character's kind of personal hell mm-hmm. this is sam's and it's yes. a whole episode <laughs> yeah it's almost every conceivable conceivable way so we know we know there's been at least a hundred deaths yeah that's almost three and a half months yeah that's three and a half months of watching your brother die over and over and over again every single day that's a really long time yeah (laughs) it's like i know not every day is like an entire day Mm -hmm. but like he still has to wake up as if it's a new day every day and explain to dean again what's going on (laughs) and how they're gonna fix it this is really dark i wonder if there are any days where sam just killed dean but what if that was the final one? I don't think that ever no. happened. No, no I, I, I was think so. thinking about this too, because I don't think he ever did it in case that broke the cycle. Well, so there is one though where he accidentally kills Dean. There, we don't there see is. it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, I don't think he ever purposely like just like killed him. No, there were definitely ones in the loop where his actions led to Dean being killed. Yes. Some more direct than others. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think he ever like de- you know decided that. I don't know. Sam is not that cold. Like he, even though he's frustrated and angry, mm-hmm. he is still trying. He is even yeah. after a hundred. He's still trying, mm-hmm. which means he still cares and still wants to save him. Yeah, I agree. Do I think he probably smacked him? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> the frustration. Yeah. The, we often talk about this from Sam's perspective, this episode, you know, how, what it means to, her, to the series finale of this, you know, season three and all that kind of stuff. It also shows just Dean's sort of recklessness generally that Sam has to deal with on a day-to-day <laughs> basis because there doesn't seem to be, in any of the times he explains it to him, any sense of self-preservation no not at all not one time like they're talking about laying low and stuff i know a lot of the deaths are accidental but they're still dean doesn't seem like on edge at any point do you know what i mean like he doesn't seem cautious or like Mm -hmm. looking out for things he's literally walking into his own death over and over and over again which makes it even funnier after Bad Day at Black Rock, after yeah. he told Sam not to even scratch his nose. I know. When it's been proven that Sam has such bad luck and they know that he's going to die. Yeah. Like, you would think that Dean would have that, like, in his mind. Yeah. 
as I was watching this episode as well, thinking of like the bigger meta, mm-hmm. do you think Chuck wrote this? Or this was like something that was influenced by the trickster in that like he had every time he was trying to write that day, hmm. he couldn't get through it because it was being erased somehow. I feel like this is off book. I, I do. I think the trickster is a little... Um, <laughs> so-and-so. <laughs> little so-and-so. I feel like this was off book. I I mean, we'll talk about probably this a bit more later in the episode too, but I feel like this episode, it plays into Chuck's storyline for them. Yeah. yeah, it does. I feel like the way it was done is not necessarily how Chuck would do it. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting one. So Dean is dead again, and we get heat of the moment. <laughs> yes. So we skip the beginning part of the diner, but now mm. they're sat down and picking a poke. This is yeah. the third time that he's gone through it. So I feel like they're, they're trying to establish how freaked out Sam is at yes. this point. Sam orders for Dean. I, I kind of love the line that he says. <laughs> me too. Are you boys ready? He'll take the special side of bacon, coffee, black. Nothing for me. Thanks. You got it. Jamie, I get all tingly when you take control like that. Quit screwing around, Dean. This air of like not taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause Sam even says, you know, quit screwing around. Sam's like, well, that's the whole point. Like I know what's gonna happen before it happens. Mm-hmm. And he proves that point by catching again the the hot sauce that's about to uh to fall. Yeah. I do love like uh Jared does such a good job in this episode of <laughs> showing like slowly descending into madness yes. <laughs> and like this is the beginning of it <laughs> like the way he says don't don't tell me to calm down yeah <laughs> this is great and then he he finally then admits that he dies today i guess going through it twice and having it different mm-hmm. so i feel like had dean died in the same manner yeah as the time before he probably wouldn't have said anything mm-hmm. um but because he got killed by a car He's like, okay, this is different. So I need to tell him that he dies today. Dean's like, well, I'm not going to die today. It'll be fine. Like, don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> it's fine, today. man. This is not, it's just my life. Don't worry about it. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's so exactly. chill. It's all fine. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, I wouldn't, again, I wonder if this episode was supposed to be in a different spot of this season. Just because of, you know, at the end of the last episode, he was all like determined about his deal and like trying to get out of it and like trying to save himself yeah and then he's just he's been told that he's already died twice yeah and he's like oh i'm not gonna die today (laughs) it's like yeah wait a minute but you've already said that you want to live but you're not actively trying to save yourself like you said earlier i think you're right i think it's like this this episode would actually make more sense before that episode before Mm -hmm. um dream a little dream of me because that's such a turning point in dean's character and then they kind of like erased that with this episode a bit. I think it comes back, bit, yeah. but I wonder maybe if this is somewhat of the trickster's influence though, just to kind of rile up Sam even more. Just the That's Dean's true. like disregard for his own life. Cause Sam mm-hmm. thinks that of him anyway. Dean has no regard for his life. Yeah. And we've seen that the trickster can already influence their actions in mm-hmm. this way with tall tales, like how they, we're bickering so much. Yes, exactly. I mean, it does very feel. It does feel very much how they were acting in Tall Tales. Yeah, it, yeah, definitely. I I really do think it's the trickster's influence. So we see the dog bark. Dean bump into the girl. We see the movers. So they're going to go after hours. Sam says no. He explains that he dies there. Mm-hmm. And I hate the fact he says blown away. Yeah. 
Oh my, oh my God. <laughs> it's, it's like casualness, right? I feel like if he'd said he was shot, it's too serious to say. Mm-hmm. Right. They have to use their weird movie reference language yeah. with each other. Exactly. And then Dean starts to cross the road, but Sam grabs him. Mr. Pickett like yells out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Dean asks if it was cool like it was in the movies, how he died by getting hit by a car. Yeah. Sam's so like, no, you peed yourself. <laughs> And Dean gets all defensive. <laughs> like, no, it's not cool if you get hit by. Why would you think it looked cool, Dean? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you, man? So, okay, this bit bothered me. I need to talk about this for two seconds. So they go, they they go to, back to the mystery spot to interview the guy, right? Mm-hmm. And they're wearing suits. They know that Dean's going to die in some way. Why did they even take the time to go put on suits? Why did they even take the time? Why? Well, so. Again, how how much do you think... I feel like Sam is living these days in the hopes that it will resolve itself mm. by finding an answer. Just approaching it like a normal case is probably the best thing he can do at this point. Especially since this is number three. Yeah. Like, I feel like if this was number eight, nine, ten, <laughs> he would be like, whatever, let's just go. Yeah. <laughs> let's just go torture the guy, essentially. <laughs> it's just the time gap between... You think like it would happen sequentially, so they'd be like, "Okay, let's go check out the mystery spot. We'll get in the car. We'll drive straight there." But they drove back to the motel. All got changed in the car. That's likely mm-hmm. as well. Into yeah. their suits before interviewing this guy. It just—I don't know. Just to see them in suits when this episode was really jarring. It's like priorities. <laughs> <laughs> also, they were think- posing as journalists. It doesn't matter if they were wearing suits. That's true. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> My question is: Do you think? So what, what you said earlier about them being sort of somewhat separated is every time that Dean dies. Mm-hmm. Do you think them like being in the car would never make Dean die? Because they're too kind of close? Yeah, there's nothing that could happen. Like, mm-hmm. so if they stuck side by side for the entire time, because even when the like desk falls, Dean is slightly in front of him and that's when... Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to say that's the case, but I feel like it's um, not in line with what the trickster was trying to do. It would almost right. be... The closer they stuck together, the more likely Dean was to die. Maybe if Sam had given him a day where he went off by himself, he might have lived for longer for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, so I guess... I mean, that's true, actually, because the whole point of the trickster is that Sam has to be there to witness Dean's death. So maybe Mm -hmm. if he just let Dean go do a day by himself, (laughs) he may have survived until Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? (laughs) Sam at the beginning of this episode is very like cordial and just sort of asking him about like how the mystery spot happened, like came about and all this kind of stuff. But as the interview goes on, he just gets angrier and angrier, I guess, because he's like thinking, you know, the first Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Well, this guy shot Dean. Yeah. 100%. He doesn't like this guy. (laughs) The the owner anyway. You know, he's not really giving real answers because the... Being journalists, mm-hmm. he's trying to hype up his place yeah. and not really kind of like telling them anything mm-hmm. of substance. You know, the the laws of physics have no meaning. But, and Sam's like, yeah, but like how? <laughs> <laughs> what does that actually mean? <laughs> and then Dean brings up the, the missing person. Then the owner gets hostile mm-hmm. and sort of asks about, you know, what's this article really about? Sam just gets in his face and they decide to to leave, essentially. Or Dean basically tells him to get out. <laughs> well, yeah, like, the, like, Sam really gets angry with him and it takes that for the guy to break and be like, mm. look, I bought this place. 
a foreclosure, just like layoffs, guys. It's just a place. It's just a tourist trap. Lay off me. Um, yeah. yeah. Dean's the one that has to step in and take Sam. It's normally the other way around. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, again, just showing how how far gone Sam is in this sort of frustration that he's feeling. They they get to nighttime, and again, they're out of their suits. Just saying. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> Why? But fine. You, like this one would have been fine for them to still be in their suits. But as you said, because they're probably shooting all of this on the same day, they were like, "Oh no, I'm more nervous if they took their suits yeah. off." Sam's so confused. He's like, "I don't know what's happening." Dean is finally kind of like, okay, so I've just got to like not die and then everything will be fine. (laughs) Like that's his solution. Just, okay, I just won't die then. And his suggestion is that they get some takeout, go back to the motel and lay low till midnight, which was basically his plan in Bad Day at Black Rock. Also, um, so I'm guessing that's Dean's go-to. Okay, we'll just go get some food, go to sleep. Everything will be fine in the morning. I mean, that's that's a brilliant way to look at life when things are going a bit yeah, rubbish. Just go get true. some Chinese and like hide at home. <laughs> and then, of course, like Dean's like, okay, let's go get some Chinese food. He walks in front of Sam and gets cartoon flattened by that desk that those movers are trying to get upstairs. The desk falling and the blood splatter is just amazing. And the like, Dean's feet sticking out at the bottom, like Wicked Witch of the West. Like, is it the East? It is, yeah. The Wicked Witch of the East Um, is perfect. Does that mean that his like Carhartt boots, whatever they are, are like ruby slippers? Yes. They should have done that that at some point. (laughs) But no place like home. (laughs) Like Sam putting them on and clicking his heels, (laughs) clicking Dean's little heels together because he has a substantial heel on those boots. He does. (laughs) He needs those lifts for to be around Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Sam must have been annoyed because it's night time. He probably thought like they were almost there. Like, oh, it's almost Wednesday. And then Dean's is like, no, get squashed by this. Yeah. What should have been a piano? I will die on this hill. I guess the thing with the piano is that, so in in my mind, it's one of those grand pianos. Yes. Right. It's uh, not one of those stand up ones. I think you could. I think you could have either. I really do. Well, so the reason why I'm like, kind of like, uh, is because the the thing with the desk is that it is like it's solid at the bottom, so it's like a really nice squish. Yeah. Right. Whereas with the piano, like the legs would break. And I don't know if it would be such a nice squish. It would, but like getting hit from anything by height. Think about physics and crumple zones, right? Yeah, so that's even true. if you if even it's got legs on it, you're still going to be hit by the bottom of the piano. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Sorry. And also, well, I think another thing is that there's like professional piano movers, so they know what they're doing. So I think it would have been really difficult. Look, look. <laughs> the trope no, is I, I people agree. getting hit by a piano. I, <laughs> so why didn't they do it? That's true. It would have been even better if it was a giant anvil, and yet it wasn't. So that's true. You know, I wanted to see the broken keys and his feet sticking out from under the keys of the piano. Perfect, perfect. Yep. I mean, and then we get a very short heat of the moment segment. But instead of Sam getting up, he sort of lies back down. I mean, yeah, I'd give up too, just for a minute. Just be like, yep, yeah, this is terrible. I go back yeah. to bed. Maybe Dean won't die if I go back to bed. <laughs> well, this is what you were just saying. Like, let him just do the day and stay in the motel all day. Yeah, just like, let Dean go have a day can you? Oh, uh, can you imagine that day? Like, he lets Dean go do his own thing. Like, maybe if I'm not there, Dean won't die. 
And so like Dean has a really good day doing Dean stuff. And then he comes back at midnight and just like trips over the threshold of the motel and dies. <laughs> yeah. Like literally as he arrives back. That's what would happen. That, that's yeah. the kind of irony of this situation. They show like a little basically montage of all the way that Dean dies. So showing Sam explaining again to him in the diner how, that he's going to die and stuff. And he's like, okay, I'll change it up. I'll order sausages instead of bacon so he gets the waitress to change his order and then as he's chewing on a sausage he literally chokes on it to death that's not (laughs) telling (laughs) i don't know what else to say about that (laughs) yeah why Just he could saying. have chosen the hash browns, could have chosen anything else, could have chosen his coffee, could have ordered some orange juice. He didn't need to die choking on a sausage. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He died so quickly too. Like <laughs> Sam didn't even try to like save him, it looked like. He just watched him choke. <laughs> Maybe he was just so unbelieving that this was happening. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sam wakes up. We see Dean in the shower, like all soapy, like peering around the corner. Mm-hmm. And Okay, but why is he in the shower? I don't know. They're trying to mix up the day. So he's like, well, I didn't have yeah. a shower the first day, so I'll have a shower this time. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you know, Sam hears him trip and fall in the shower. Yep. The absolute best death. Well, they clearly <laughs> stayed in for the day, like doing nothing, mm-hmm. you know, and they're eating tacos. Do tacos taste funny to you? Just the cut. It's just yeah. so perfect. A perfect moment of comedy on television. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. Dean being electrocuted by his razor? Yeah. That was a weird one. Again, the CGI. <laughs> Seeing his skeleton move inside his body. It's great. <laughs> I, again, I love this one too. Like they, they see the like the neon green and the spiral, so they've gone back to the mystery spot and they set up this whole scene. So Sam's clearly just absolutely lost it, gone cuckoo bananas. Bananas. And yeah. like wailing on the wall of the mystery spot with his axe. <laughs> the owner is tied up in gags. I wonder if he even explained what he was going to do to Dean before he started doing this. But Dean's 100% his like ride or die because he's just like, <laughs> yeah. he's going through some stuff. Like, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> he's going to be absolutely fine. No one's going to get hurt. It's all going to be great. Mm-hmm. Dean kind of goes up to Sam and says, give me the axe like you've had enough this is this is out of hand and it shows it all off screen but I guess they kind of wrestle over it and Sam kills a demon with an axe <laughs> <laughs> and the owner gets splat with blood like it's pretty bad <laughs> it's pretty bad that must be one of the ones that really haunts Sam do you think this is why <laughs> do you think when Dean was a demon <laughs> he doesn't remember okay Dean doesn't remember anything from mystery spot but I mm-hmm. reckon there's like latent memories in there. <laughs> and do you think that's why he went after Sam with that axe when he was a demon? <laughs> this is, that was revenge. <laughs> he has an axe to grind. <laughs> oh! oh <boom>. <laughs> the final one of these, we see Sam and Dean and they're in the diner. And Sam chucks some keys on the table and says that he stole them from that old man. And we find out that it's been a hundred rounds for Sam. 100 times which is absolutely wild this is the point in the time loop that we always see when people do time loop episodes where the person's able to explain exactly the day every time he basically just convinces dean by doing everything that's going to happen i love 
why he's so mad at Doris. She comes over and is like, what do you want? And he's like, I want you to be a better shot, Doris. So clearly at some point she killed Dean with a bow and arrow. Which, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> you know, they go through, yes, this is a time loop. Yes, this is Groundhog Day. There's no way to stop it. And Dean's just like, what is going on? You're really, really, really grumpy. You know, he saves the hot sauce. And to kind of prove that Sam knows what's going on, he starts mimicking Dean. He's like doing the exact same lines that he is doing. I love it so much. You don't know everything. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah right. Nice, nice guess. guess. It wasn't a guess. Right, you're a mind reader. Cut it, Cut it out, out, Sam. Sam? Sam? You think you're being funny, but you're being really, really childish. Sam Winchester wears makeup. Sam Winchester cries his way through sex. Sam Winchester keeps a ruler by the bed, and every morning when he wakes up, okay, okay enough. Yes. It must have taken so much practice. Because <laughs> they, they say it in the same speed, mm-hmm. same tone of voice, everything. And like that, that one, that line that's super, super long. How could you not break i guess if you do it enough times like yeah i guess sam knows everybody in town he knows that like the cashier is skimming stuff off the top of the register that the judge puts on a furry bunny outfit who clearly overhears him saying this (laughs) and that cow the guy who's been struggling for money is going to rob the mechanic on his way home sam also says that he's ripped apart the mystery spot like one time he burned it down (laughs) and i really wish we could have seen that i wanted to see like sam like wild hair stood across (laughs) from the mystery spot with like a gas canister in hand as it just like goes like boom yeah absolutely there are there are some scenes from this that are missing which are fun to imagine that i wish you could have seen they go back outside and the dog's barking at them again and dean's fine like convinced he's on board they they pass mr pickett who can't find his keys because Sam stole them. Dean bumps into the blonde girl. He says, like, she's kind of cute. Like, in, in 100 days, did Sam never think that maybe Dean pursuing this blonde girl maybe would be helpful at some point? I doubt his brain works like that. He's so fixated that it's the mystery spot that's yeah. causing this. Dean goes back and he talks to the, the blonde woman because he's like, but you've never done this before, mm-hmm. and gets from her a poster which is the missing guy, the the one that kind of Sam's lost sight of. I guess the the implication here is maybe they have to solve the case. I think that's what Dean is trying to say. Like, maybe we should solve the case and it will all just work itself out. But he doesn't really get to say that because he goes to, like, look at the dog and it's like, oh, a nice dog. And then the dog mauls him to death, <laughs> I guess. Horrific <laughs> way to die. Yeah. I mean, why not? <laughs> not foreshadowing anything ever at all. Uh, so we hear heat at the moment again just go straight to the diner. Mm-hmm. Sam has clearly been researching. The fact that he knows so much, I think there's been more in between. It's completely possible. But yeah, because there hasn't been it. any time for him to research the professor mm-hmm. and get to the diner because it's always been just like they wake up, they get ready, they go, they eat. Yeah. Um so I think there's I think there's been at least one more in between. That would make sense, absolutely. So this could be like 102. <laughs> like he, he died in like a library or something. <laughs> <laughs> our, our bookcase definitely fell on Dean. But he he basically uh, tells Dean about this Hasselback person and he basically debunks all of these t- sort of mystery spot areas. Mm-hmm. Um, he's already shut down a few of these already and he, his next target was the mystery spot. Dean makes an observation that he sounds a bit of a bit of a pompous schmuck when you have time to do all this research come on dean makes it again makes the observation of like 
You know, it's funny, uh, this guy spends his whole life crapping on mystery spots and then he vanishes at one, kind of poetic, you know, just desserts. And as he says that, Dean looks over to this plate and it has strawberry syrup, which someone's got to explain to me why strawberry strawberry syrup exists, because that sounds disgusting. (laughs) Strawberry should not be a syrup. Yeah. (laughs) But Sam is like, nothing changes here. Everybody does the same thing over and over again. He always gets maple. There's got to be something uh, going on here. We don't see how Dean dies in this iteration because it then starts with heat at the moment again. Yeah. Maybe he slipped as he's walked out of the diner. Who knows? This is my question. Did Dean die in this one? Because I wonder if because Sam made that realization, it almost reset to confuse him. So the the way that I kind of imagine I'm imagining how the trickster works. It's like he's almost watching it in a box Mm. and he can like put himself in when he wants to. Mm -hmm. Or the trickster is in amongst what's going on because how would, how would he see that? Yeah, it's the thing. mm -hmm. The thing is, I feel by this point, the trickster is getting bored and I don't think the maple to strawberry thing was an accident. Mm -mm. And Sam's pretty smart. So he kind of expected him to figure it out. So maybe him figuring out was the kind of trigger point to him waking up again. As like, oh, you did something significant. You yeah, progressed the quest line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, it definitely could have progressed like a normal day. But like, I feel like Sam would have definitely gone to confront that person then. It would have, you know, if Dean hadn't immediately like died on the spot for then and there for him to wake up, which I feel they just would have shown. Him, like, getting stuck with a fork or drinking yeah, the syrup and, and dying. I guess, yeah, I think you're I think you're right. I do think he, he probably did just reset the day so he couldn't be... Like, he realised he made a mistake or or he did it on purpose, like you said. Because the next day in the diner, mm-hmm. it's back to maple syrup. So maybe, so. yeah, was it intentional or was it not? I don't know. Part of me wants to think it is. And then because it goes back to maple, it's like, hmm, was it just this little slip? Can... The trickster leave the loop? I don't know. Maybe he has to be there to influence things around him. Oh, I don't know. Too many questions. Too many questions. And like, we never really get an answer because of who the trickster is. I mean, (laughs) I don't actually think I want answers. (laughs) (laughs) And the man gets up and leaves the, the diner and Sam pursues him. There's only one creature powerful enough to do what you're doing. Making reality out of nothing, sticking people in time loops. In fact, you'd pretty much have to be a god. You'd have to be a trickster. Again, talking about prep time, when did Sam get the steak and the blood? Because he, he's not carrying anything over from the day before. Mm, unless because they've come across three pagan gods now, they kind of just have that in, their in the trunk. trunk. They, probably, they probably have the things to make it. Mm-hmm. And then the guy transforms into the trickster. Woo! I love it's actually bucko. Bucko. <laughs> I don't know why I like him saying bucko. It's just so different. I love Richard Spike. So, I mean, Sam confronts the trickster, Loki. I guess we'll still call him Loki at this point. I might switch mm-hmm. later. Um, <laughs> and, you know, basically confronts him and be like, what is going on? Why are you even doing this? How does Hasselback come into all of this? What on earth? And it seems like the trickster was there to basically get hassle back he dropped him into a wormhole because he didn't believe in them mm-hmm. and they never find this guy 
Yeah, like, does that he's mean gone. he's dead? Like, I mean, the, he has to be, right? He's dead. Yeah, for sure. He's dead. Um, yep. Um, <laughs> and then as they kind of rocked up to investigate this, the trickster kind of noticed them. This is what he says. This is not mm-hmm. the truth. 100% he was already here. Like, he he did this to lure them here and then enact this whole situation. Yeah. I feel like this was all planned. And okay, but I need to I need to switch I need to switch to Gabriel because look <laughs> <laughs> it is a spoiler, but it's not everyone's seen the series. Um yeah. I would hope. If you haven't, it'll make sense. Because Gabriel definitely lured them here and did it, right? It, and it was all yeah. I'm not saying Chuck told him to do anything. I don't think that's the truth. I think he was mm. manipulated into doing this through his own sense of moral duty. It's weird to yeah. say moral duty about Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> I I do I wonder if this was almost like a bit of a turning point for Gabriel as well. Mm. The the angels are supposed to be brothers and look out for each other as well. Yeah. And I don't think he would have, he saw this kind of loyalty amongst his his angels no i don't think so either the fact that you know sam is willing to go through over a hundred deaths mm-hmm. to stop him probably was like maybe there is something to there is something to these guys and that the plan that chuck has is not a good one this is it i do think you know, i think you're right i think this is a turning point for gabriel i don't think this went how he expected it to go um in any way so this is fun for you Killing Dean over and over again? One, yes, it is fun. And two, this is so not about killing Dean. This joke is on you, Sam. He says, like, how long will it take you to realize you can't save your brother no matter what? This is kind of interpreted, I think, as he's trying to... It is kind of like trying to teach Sam a lesson that he he can't do it, that it is destructive for him to keep trying to save Dean. Mm-hmm. It's almost, it sounds awful, but it's almost like he's trying to be kind in that he's trying to prepare Sam for something that is inevitably going to happen mm-hmm. in a very twisted way. So do you think it's at this point they start to understand where they were going with their storyline? I don't think... I don't know. I don't think they necessarily... I have my suspicions about that they knew who the trickster was going to be later on in this episode. And there's a point that I will point out that I think, oh, they definitely knew that he was Gabriel at this point. But that's my own headcanon. <laughs> um, I don't know. I really don't know. I This does play into the, the meta so much, though, that it's almost like Gabriel's trying to help Sam... Mm-hmm. Um, become a better person and try and break the cycle but then that's not really in like heaven's plan what we know gabriel's a rebel it's all very confusing yeah <laughs> i'll talk about it a bit more at the end of the episode because there's a there is a point that when he comes back and and yeah mm-hmm. um so here sam's threatening to kill him um as yeah. a trickster with the stake and he plays into it. It's like, oh, wait, you know, I was just playing around. It's fine. Um, if you can't take a joke, you're out of it. Tomorrow you'll wake up and it'll be Wednesday. Sam doesn't believe him. Mm-hmm. And the trickster says, like, well, if I'm lying, you know where to find me. I'll be having pancakes. With that, Sam still is like, nah, I'm just going to kill you, mate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And he snaps his fingers. I love the, I love it so much. It's just mm-hmm. So, yeah, the trickster snaps his fingers and Sam wakes back up again. 
but this time it's playing the song from Back to the Future. I'm going back in time. (laughs) (laughs) Dean's kind of waking him up, like, what are you going to do, sleep all day? Mm -hmm. Um, But he's in a different position than he has been before when when Sam's woken up. Sam's like, no Asia? And Dean's like, yeah, it sucks. Like, why is there no Asia on the radio? Um, and it finally says on the clock that it's Wednesday. Jeez, how many Tuesdays did you have? I don't know. I lost count. Hey, wait. What do you remember? I remember you were pretty whacked out of it yesterday, and then I remember running into the trickster. It turns out Dean only remembers the previous day, that Sam was kind of acting a bit off, and that they ran into the trickster, and that was kind of everything. Sam says that they have to leave town. Dean's like, no breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Did did you see what the special was on a Wednesday? I can't remember. I can't remember what it was either. We see Dean. He's at his trunk. It's all like typical Dean trunk. It's messy. It's got the guns in. It's got the dangly necklaces of charms and things. Mm -hmm. I love Dean's trunk, the Apollo. And he hears someone behind him. He thinks it's Sam. When he turns around, it's Cal, the guy from the diner who is struggling with money. And he's pointing a gun at Dean and is robbing him for his money, essentially. Mm-hmm. Dean, like, tries to get him to relax and, like, clearly is going to hand over whatever money he's gonna he's got, I think. Yeah. Um, but as we cut back to Sam in the motel, we hear a gunshot. Obviously, Sam runs out and is like, Dean! Hey, hey, come on. Not today. Not today. This isn't supposed to happen today. Come on. and dean's dead on a wednesday it was at this point i was like wait a minute what (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember this what is this (laughs) i mean maybe cal didn't see but like there were a lot of guns in the back of that car (laughs) yeah would you have not seen something like that and be like maybe i shouldn't approach this man (laughs) the man with all the guns (laughs) yeah yeah i don't know it's all very again how much is the trickster influencing this? We see it's now six months later. Sam is driving the Impala quite recklessly in the rain. You know, he's got like a, his face is very blank, very cold. Mm. Um, and we hear his phone ringing. We hear a voicemail of Sam just saying, leave a message. And Bobby starts speaking. And as Bobby's speaking, there's like flashes of the hunt that Sam has been on. Mm-hmm. And essentially, he's just been very, very efficient with his hunting. Yeah. It's been about three months we talked, though. It'd be nice to hear your voice. Give a call. I'm here. We get to a motel, and we see Sam's trunk. And he's become John Winchester. Yeah. It's it's foam, like, padding mm-hmm. with the guns perfectly, like, lined up and everything's in its place and everything's got a place honestly i don't know how he does this next part we see that he's been injured mm-hmm. cuts his shirt open i was offended by the male nipple um, <laughs> <laughs> and he he removes the the bullet from his like torso <laughs> mm-hmm. do you think in all this time that he was hunting he's killed ruby i do she's oh. no longer useful Yes, I do. <gasps> That's a good one. I like that a lot. I think so, yeah. I think I think he would have killed Ruby. I think you're yeah. right. I think because... he would have gone to her and asked if he could get Dean back and she would have said no and he would have killed her. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Ooh, I wanted this. This could have been a whole season. This, this, <laughs> this whole section could have been a whole season. Yeah. 
Wow. That, I mean, that would have been, that would have been something. Really something. I mean, it, right, it just shows who Sam is without Dean. And without mm-hmm. Dean, apparently Sam is John Winchester. Yeah. Like, and we've already, we've always said this. Mm-hmm. Dean has never been John Winchester. Yeah. It's always been Sam. Sam has always been John. Yeah. And it, it comes through because he's obsessed. He's tracking the trickster. That seems to be like the one thing on his mind. He's doing other hunts as he kind of goes through it, killing vampires and all sorts of things. But he ultimately, Bobby says, I know you're still on the trail with this trickster, etc. Like trying mm-hmm. to find it. And he's all like maps and things in his room whenever he, he looks like, like he's looking and acting like John. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm fairly certain. I know we never get to see the conversations between Bobby and uh, John, mm-hmm. but I'm fairly certain these are word for word yeah. conversations that Bobby had had with John saying like, you can't, you can't obsess over this alone. Mm-hmm. Like you, you need people around you yeah. to help you. And you know, John never had that. Like exactly. John didn't do that. There's one shot on this that's really sad. It's, it's actually, I wrote it down as dramatic eating and then I watched it again. So there's a shot of Sammy in like chicken at a table. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you actually pause the shot, uh, he set the table for two people. Oh, I know. <laughs> My God. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's the kind of mindset that Sam's in. Like he's waiting for his brother to get home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's completely off the rails, fully, what is it, Bella called hunters? Obsessed, repressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Full of vengeance. <laughs> mm-hmm. Revenge driven mm-hmm sociopath or something like that i don't remember but yeah he's exactly that yeah. i i do wonder i know we, i know we don't really get a close-up look at the cult and again this this would have been a really interesting sort of second half to the season if we could have had it mm-hmm. he probably went after bella and killed her too to I get mean, the cult back yeah fully like just ruthless sam. this is very soulless sam this really reminded me of that the, the way he kind of lives, it's very, like, neat and meticulous. Like, we see him making his bed and things and the way he keeps his guns and stuff. Although, and isn't that saying something about John Winchester? Where you're like, oh, his closest comparison is Solar Sam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, eventually, we get a, a, a call from Bobby and he says that he's found the trickster and to <clears> meet him. And we go back to Mystery Spot. And Bobby's there. Mm-hmm. Now, this is the moment I was talking about. About I'm giving stuff away. About the trickster then maybe knowing who they were that they're going to were going to turn him into Gabriel, or at least an mm-hmm. angel. Because Bobby's wearing a Harley Davidson hat, which has like angel wings on either side of the logo. <laughs> and I'm clutching at straws, but I want to believe they were that good. <laughs> um <sighs> Okay, fine. <laughs> you let me have it. I'm not going to argue with that because it's, it's, yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. <hard. laughs> it was not just a coincidence. It was. I think it was planned. <laughs> look, look how this scene goes. I know it's in character for Bobby to wear, be wearing a Harley Davidson hat, <laughs> but <laughs> still, there are wings on the hat. <laughs> okay yes yes it's foreshadowing Thank very you. very subtle foreshadowing <laughs> look i take my wins where i can get them okay um, and i will give them to you, you. no argument from me <laughs> so 
Bobby's there. He hugs Sam, which is like, he, and Sam is just like non-responsive. He's cold. Like, like Hunter Sam. <laughs> I was like, I think I even wrote them. You didn't give him a Winchester hug. Oh, that's <laughs> They don't exist in this timeline. Oh, they don't. That's true. No more Winchester <laughs> hugs in this thing, in this universe. And Sam asked what they're doing, and Bobby said it's because the trickster was here last, so this is where we'll find him. I'm like, I have a summoning ritual, but it requires a gallon of human blood. So somebody has to die in order to get this ritual going. Otherwise, they have to wait another 50 years. Mm-hmm. It seems a very weird constraints to put on this. Yeah. Um, but okay. I mean, obviously, it's trying to see how far Sam will go in order to get Dean back. You know, because Sam's very much for it. He's like, let's go. Yep. Bobby doesn't go with him. Break my heart, kid. I'm not going to let you murder an innocent man. Then why'd you bring me here? Why? Because it was the only way you'd see me. Because I'm trying to knock some sense into you. Because I thought you'd back down from killing a man. Well, you thought wrong. Oh, Bobby. Bobby, not Bobby. <laughs> yeah, no. You you don't realize the obsession that is in this Winchester family. They will do anything for each other at this point. Mm, this is where I do think they differ. I don't think, I want to say, I, I don't know if Dean would kill an innocent person to bring Sam back. I think you're right. I don't I know right. though. Someone proved me wrong with like some of the actions that Dean took. He definitely endangered people in mm-hmm. order to bring Sam back. I don't know if he, like, could you imagine? Oh. Can you imagine if like, Oh no, because he would. Okay, I'm gonna say it. If, if like they had to kill Cass to bring Sam back, mm-hmm. I don't know what would happen. I want to say that Dean wouldn't do it, but actually, I'm not 100 percent sure. <laughs> I yeah, feel I like know. it would be this situation where Bobby's like, "Well, you're not gonna kill someone else. Kill me." Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Bobby basically says, "I'm not gonna let you kill somebody." He says, "You're the you know you're the closest thing I have to family." Sniff, cry. <laughs> Um, yeah. and he says I'm I'm coming near the end of my trail but you can keep fighting saving folk but you need your brother let me give him back to you oh. I know right Bobby kind of kneels and Sam kind of waits and waits and waits but eventually pulls a stake out of his shirt and says like I'm gonna do it but because you're the trickster and like stakes him through the mm-hmm. back very cool and there's this moment where he goes down and then it's just Bobby. It's just yeah. Bobby. <laughs> and he's, he's, Sam's really not sure at that point. He's like, Bobby. 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 <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. It's, it is very like, oh, did he make a mistake? <laughs> did he make a mistake? Did, he, did his final like obsession vengeance get too far? Did I just murder Bobby? <laughs> but yeah, eventually Bobby disappears. And uh, the trickster appears and says, like, ha you figured it out. You solved my riddle. <laughs> Whoever said Dean was the dysfunctional one has never seen you with a sharp object in your hands. <laughs> Holy full metal jacket. Yep. You should have added a Batman onto that. Holy full metal jacket, Batman. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Sam obviously wants Dean back. Yeah. And trickster's like, nah, he's, he's, he's very much dead. Um, so Sam's like, well, take me back then to that time and I can fix it mm-hmm. and that we, they won't come after him essentially so I have a question yeah 
he first says, take me back to that Tuesday and then corrects himself to Wednesday. Yeah. Why do you think there was a separation between the two? Like, it wouldn't have mattered which day it was because it at that point, they're just going to leave. Yeah. So why not go back to that Tuesday? <sighs> I guess it's so ingrained in Sam that Tuesday was the day that Dean died that that mm-hmm. one Wednesday is like mixed in with it. So like, quite a lot. It's just, a, I think it's just a slip of the tongue kind of thing. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think he doesn't, he doesn't want to live through another Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably what it was. Um, because he managed to get over the Tuesday, he wants to go to that Wednesday. Mm. And he also knows what's going to happen on that Wednesday now. Yeah, exactly. So he can stop it. Yeah. Interesting point here. Is the, is the trickster wearing Sam's clothes? He's wearing his hippie shirt and jacket, right? <laughs> yeah, it looks like it. It does look like it. I did notice that too. I was like, oh, maybe they're just shopping at the same place. Yeah, he got infected <laughs> by the Winchester style. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the whole cast ends up doing that. <laughs> That's very true, actually. 100%. The, the trickster says, like, even if I could take you back to that time, like, I don't know. And it kind of says, like, look, look, there's something I'm trying to, I'm trying to teach, I'm trying to teach you a lesson here, Sam. <laughs> This obsession to save Dean? The way you two keep sacrificing yourselves for each other? Nothing good comes out of it. Just blood and pain. Dean's your weakness. The bad guys know it too. It's gonna be the death of you, Sam. Sam's like, yeah, but he's my brother. And, and the trickster says, and this is what it's going to be like without him at the end of the year mm-hmm. where he goes to hell. This is why I think Gabriel actually likes Sam more than Dean. <laughs> he totally does, right? Because he's actually is trying to look out for him in this phase. Like, I'm trying to prepare you for bad things that's going to happen. Well, and also, I think he realizes that while Sam is very hard headed, he can be persuaded. Mm-hmm. Whereas Dean will never not sacrifice himself. Hmm. <sighs> Yeah, I guess. Like, he could go through this over and over again. And because we've we've also seen that Sam is more sympathetic to supernatural creatures yeah. as well. So he's probably more willing to listen to what he's just said than Dean ever would be. I think so. Like, he's, he's ready to listen to the final lesson. I don't think it gets absorbed, though. No. no, no. That's, I think that's why it decides that. Um, he's going to actually send him back in the end because mm-hmm. I think he realizes that the lesson is never actually going to go in and that this is yeah. just going to keep repeating. Like when Dean does die and gets dragged to hell, I think it's going to be exactly this situation with Sam that he's going to be looking for a way to get him back and not really anything he can say is going to change that. Well, and the the thing is, Sam is not... The, that's the thing with the Winchesters. They are so one solution focused Mm -hmm. so uh for john it was getting the yellow-eyed demon and in this case it was getting the trickster and that's the only way to bring dean back like he the thought of like doing another deal or trying to get into hell any of those other solutions never came to his mind Mm -hmm. his his thought process was i will get the trickster make us go back in time yeah and we'll start again yeah exactly like it wasn't real Gabriel, I think Gabriel trying to like harden him against Dean's death does play into Heaven's plan because ultimately Dean dying is kind of what leads Sam down like a darker path and makes him more susceptible to like manipulation 
and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff that happens to him. And he's completely right. Dean is his weakness. And that's yeah. why he can get led down this path. And in some way, he was trying to stop that from happening because of who Sam is and where that's going to lead and the whole mm-hmm. apocalypse thing. So this completely makes sense. This episode makes total sense if the trickster is Gabriel. Because yes. it definitely plays into his, into his agenda of not kind of originally, I think, not wanting the apocalypse to happen. That does change for Gabriel over time. But I think here he's kind to, I think he's trying to prevent it. I do. I, yeah. I really do. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, we, we also know like later on that Gabriel is afraid of Lucifer. Yeah. If he can avoid Lucifer coming back, mm-hmm. he will do anything he can. Exactly. And this is this is all part of this. I mean, yeah, if, if Sam can be a normally adjusted human when Dean dies, then kind of none of that's none of that might happen and but obviously he's kind of realized here that he can't stop it i think (laughs) so i mean yes he sends he does send him back and he snaps his fingers and um the radio goes off and it's back in time so it's wednesday (laughs) again dean's where he was in that original wednesday sam gets up and like Winchester hug. <laughs> <laughs> Dean asks again now, how many Tuesdays did you have? Because all he remembers is that one Tuesday where they like confronted yeah. the trickster. Sam just like, let's go, let's leave this place. No breakfast. Dean offers to go pack up the car, and like Sam's like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and Dean just kind of accepts it. The ending shot of this, like Sam is all through this scene, is very tearful and like extremely mm-hmm. emotional. Dean kind of stops in the doorway and says to him, like, you don't look so good. Does something else happen? And Sam just doesn't tell him anything and says mm-hmm. that he had a really weird dream. And, you know, they leave. Sam looks back at this, the bed, you know, the bed that he's like had to wake up in like hundreds mm-hmm. of times or however long um, and then leaves the motel room. So my question is, do you think that Sam ever told Dean about this? No, I think he wanted to forget it. Mm, I think so too. Though, I mean, it would be kind of useful. <laughs> like, so he, he essentially has the answers for a whole bunch of hunts. Yeah. in his mind <laughs> that's true actually it's six months yes <laughs> like he could have taken dean to all these places and being like hey let's go but may- maybe again it was all trickster influenced so yeah. none of it was actually real yeah i don't know do you think it was real do you think any of it was i don't know the, the trickster has such influence mm-hmm. like you think about changing channels that's coming up like how much reality like he can bend was any mm-hmm. of it actually real or was like Sam in some kind of pocket dimension. Yeah. You know, it, it's really hard to tell. But I don't think he would have even gone over, over those hunts anyway because of the whole memory thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. Really tough. Yeah. Because they, they would have been callbacks to that otherwise, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I was here. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what's going to happen. No, I think he just wanted to, to move on from it and just be like, no. Mm. Or if anything, he's more determined to save. Dean. I think it had the opposite effect. Yes, I agree. I think he's more determined to find a way out for him now. I think at the end of Dream, a little dream from of me, he was already quite determined because Dean was on board now. Mm-hmm. And this just added to that. I think you're right about the order of this. It is very weird um, to have Mystery Spot in after that one, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, this is not the first and definitely not the last time that something like the, the order of the episodes doesn't feel quite right. Yeah, that's true. I there definitely have been other times this has happened, for sure. So, um, oh, okay. So I was just looking at the next episode that we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Justin Bellow, 
and um is the chick from uh lucifer she's in it yes amy garcia i love her yeah i love her so much yes i'm looking forward to that one a lot i mean this episode overall i I, it's a really great sam episode really great character development for him and i think as we said at the beginning this character development follows through i think at least until like season seven i think season eight it starts to get a little bit weird for sam again they start to mess with his characterization a little bit more yeah sam is starting to become such a serious character Mm -hmm. that maybe like there's only so much you can go before like people start to kind of dislike dislike him which i don't think is the case i think this sam is needed yes him trying to like loosen up a little bit didn't feel right (laughs) i mean because gabriel was completely right people always say like dean's really dysfunctional one he'll do anything to keep his brother alive and like he's the one who's obsessed with hunting and all this kind of stuff it's not actually true no it first of all it's both of them and second of all sam is actually there's a deeper well there of obsessed john winchester undercurrent Mm is definitely deeper ingrained in sam and much more difficult for him to get rid of which I think is kind of interesting because uh, he must have recognized that in himself. Yeah. And that's why he wanted to get away so, so vehemently as mm-hmm. it like to go to college and stuff. Yeah. Because he was seeing that he was turning into John Winchester and just didn't like it. I completely agree with you. Like he could see his whole life mapped in front of him who has stayed as, as a hunter. And it's like, I'm going to mm-hmm. end up like John. I, you know, I don't really like Sam's storyline in season eight, but I do, I guess I can appreciate it from this point of like this, that was him getting out of that cycle of, of turning back into John essentially whenever mm-hmm. something bad happened to him or he lost Dean. That's kind of why it wasn't needed again at the end of Supernatural because we already saw that he could break that cycle when he went yeah. to go see Amelia with her dog and eating right. plain spaghetti and whatever that was like <laughs> you know we we already know that sam can break that cycle he he got better adjusted as mm-hmm. the seasons went on whereas dean didn't right yeah sam really embraced a different type of hunting style mm-hmm. of being like a commander of a group of people yeah whereas dean still saw hunting as a solo act yeah he did and that's what i mean like this this so I can see character progression in Sam through the whole series. Like mm-hmm. you, you can see how it got there and where it kind of led. And I, I think Dean had that up to a point and I feel like it got stalled at some point. And I'm not, I'm not really sure where it was, but he never kind of crossed that final hurdle into being able to let hunting go kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, yeah, it's, it's fine, I guess, for a character. But with char- when you've known a character for so long, it's nice to see them kind of cross that final yeah. therapeutic hurdle. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately, this episode is, is, is Sam. And I yes. think when we look at his choices moving forward, because he definitely makes some choices, <laughs> I think this is the episode to point to as to like why he makes those choices. Because this was such a traumatic experience for him. This was maybe something that took almost a year for him to get through. Like yeah. the actual age gap between him and Dean has closed in this episode. <laughs> like, not, it's weird because it's like temporally, not actually. Like, yeah. But yeah, he's lived a whole, nearly a whole year of having to lose Dean over and over again and then going through those six months where he didn't have him at all and having to deal with the person he was when that happened is 
a wild thing for him to have to go through. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'll be interested when when Sam does. Maybe I'll be a bit more sympathetic this time when when <laughs> Sam makes some choices mm-hmm. as to why he does them because I, I do I do think it's fear fear of losing Dean. Yeah, there was a solution this time that he knew he could go to the trickster and it could be fixed. Yeah. Whereas after this, he knows it's no longer the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the good episode, Annabelle? I love it so much. It is. It is a very like. It is a very very good episode. Mm -hmm. Beyond the fact of being a funny, funny quote quotation marks funny episode. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was a biggie. That was a big one. So, as you said, next week we've got Justin Bellow. Really looking forward to that one. So, thank you to the Pixel Agora for making our logo art. Uh, You can. Find it on uh, Redbubble if you would like to get a sticker or a magnet or what have you. Um, every purchase percentage of it of the profits go to the artist. You can also find us on all of the social medias. Uh, we're most active on Tumblr and Instagram, but we're on Facebook, t- uh, Twitter, everywhere. Just look for Escaping Purgatory Podcast and you'll see it. Uh, we're also on YouTube as well. So yeah, come say hi. <laughs> so this week, in purgatory we died and then we woke up and then it was all fine and then we died again and then for some reason like the band asia was there it was super weird guys uh but next week hopefully we can find our way out bye bye you mean like deja vu no i I mean like it's like it's really happened before yeah like deja vu no forget about deja vu i'm asking you if it feels like like we're living yesterday all over again Okay, how is that not there? Don't, don't say it!